Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. To pick up a free audiobook download, head on over to audibletrial.com slash simpletheology. Welcome to Simple Theology, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life by examining various doctrines of the Christian faith. I am Robert Kane. Uh, I'm Rick Romlick. <laughs> you weren't I'm, expecting me to start I'm, recording. Yeah, I'm, I'm sending this text message oh, to Riley. Text message, man. To yeah. Riley? Yeah. Oh, man. Riley Riley's a man. <gasps> what? I totally forgot about something yesterday. What'd you forget? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you, you look so upset. So yesterday at the Mount Vernon Nazarene University, they had a special ceremony. Yeah, for his dad. To dedicate the, the floor to, to yeah. Paul Swanson. It's all over Facebook. I'm not on social media, but, but Riley told me about it on Friday. I totally forgot. I go. really wanted to go. You told him you were going to go and you didn't I go. Said I'm gonna, I'm, I said you I'm lied gonna, straight to no? his okay. face. Can we just get to the heart of it? I'm really disappointed, okay? Stop You're making light of it. Disappointed that you lied to Riley. No, I just, Paul's the man. I wouldn't be there for it that moment. Paul is the man. I should have set some kind of like, I don't know. We were doing like a work day at my in-laws. And a lot of family. Oh yeah, you were raking fun, up some leads. But it was still like, man. Tell us about that. That was a fascinating concept that I have no, a lot of respect okay. for Bruce. For okay. Yeah, so up. it's uh, my father-in-law, stepfather-in-law's, um, yeah, my, my wife's stepfather, I guess that's how you say it. His birthday was yesterday, and um, what he's been doing for his birthday for years, he lives like kind of in the woods, so he has a bunch of people over, and they rake, rake leaves. Like, that's his idea. How morbid. That's Come on, Bruce. Gift. Yeah. I'm like, that's brilliant. It's brilliant. Brilliant. Um, anyway, it just hit me. Dang it. You missed it. Yeah. Like, you Paul can't go back too. And, and do those things. You know what? You know what I bet? What? I bet Paul really would have appreciated seeing you there. I'm sure he would have. But Paul also is a gracious man who walks in um, grace exactly towards people. Well, obviously you don't love Paul then. <laughs> obviously. Is um, anything like Riley, he is not that gracious. <laughs> Riley is very gracious. I got to yes, say Riley nice thing about, Riley's my boss, man. I got yeah. nice to Riley. Watch what you say. Riley, you're the man. <laughs> um, so I was going to tell this story um, at the yes. very end of the last episode. That's right. But tell I forgot. The floor so I, is yours. Thank you, thank you. Um, I preached this morning, and um, it was uh, preached on Joshua chapter nine. It was good, but we had. Uh, what was the main point? What's that? Yeah, what was the main point? Just God, God's counsel is what matters. So, verse fourteen, how they made this covenant with his people, who were actually their neighbors, who lied to them, but they never sought God's counsel on this. So, like, <laughs> kind of like how you lied to Riley about going to see his dad's. Completely family. unrelated. Okay. Completely Keep going. unrelated. Um. Anyway, so we had a guest, a couple of guests and visiting family. This lady, she's like, you can tell like in the worship service, she's like getting after it. And, and New Life is not a super expressive church. Like we'll, we'll get some hands going up, you know, but no one's like really getting into the clapping. No one's, you know, kind of breaking out in tongues. Breaking out. Well, you know, just, just getting really animated. And this lady, like she just, you know, song was in, she's giving praise to the Lord. It was, it was really awesome. But in my preaching, um, she was like, you know, come on, amen, <laughs> come on, bring it, you know. And so I haven't, um, Rob and I spent a little bit of time in church, Baptist church called Chapel Hill. 
And like I loved that about Chapel Hill. People were like, Amen. Like they just like encourage you. And what as a as a speaker, you realize the audience is engaging with you and they're affirming, yeah. which is encouraging, but also it's just affirming, okay, they're with me or some of these people are with me. But it was just kind of fun because she was getting after it, encouraging me, and it was good. So that was a lot of fun because mm-hmm. we don't really get that a whole lot at New Life. So so something that people will often say is, is like, amen, if they agree. Mm-hmm. Um, some churches will say that more emphatically than others. Uh, but do you remember, Rick? So Rick and I have, have a pretty long history. But like like you just said, we grew up in the same church. And so we would go to a church camp like mm-hmm. when we were in our teens. And... Do you remember the camp where the guy in the back, and this was a camp of like 700 folks, so you had to say it pretty loud for people to hear. And this dude in the back was attempting to say amen, but he just got lazy and would just say, hey. <laughs> do you remember I, that? I do not. Oh, man. I do not. All of us um, were laughing about it afterwards. Like, dude, just finish it. Just say amen. Like, you, and, can add, you can add that to the end. That's not a long word. It doesn't take a lot of effort and, to finish that thing. Like. You yeah. just go, hey. Yeah, I don't, don't remember that. I do remember, um, I'm not going to get, that's another story for the time, but okay, I'm going to tell it real quick. It's probably not that interesting, but um, Brian Davis, remember mm-hmm. Brian? Youth camp, he's probably like 17 or whatever, and this guy's talking about like false gods. And he's like, some of this, like, who's this other false god or whatever? And like, it's quiet, it's kind of a serious part in the sermon. And Brian just like yells out, the little G O D! lose my mind and like everyone just like looks like who the heck is yelling <laughs> but if you know brian davis like he could care less what people think <laughs> yeah answer the guy's question it's a little god and we learn about the little god false gods yep a lot in god's special revelation you were pointing at me i didn't know how you wanted to transition that I'm glad you finished it. Cue to Robert. Uh, special revelation is our topic today. So mm. last episode we talked about general uh, revelation, and uh, today we're talking about special revelation. Yes. So we uh, will kick things off with a definition from our good old friend Greg Allison. And special revelation is, uh, we condensed his uh, definition here, but essentially says God's revelation of himself to particular people at particular times, and in particular places, especially for salvation and to disclose specific knowledge of his nature and attributes, moral law, promises, and ways. Mm. Bring it. That was well said, Greg. Greg. Not that he's looking for my check of approval, but... Yeah, because you didn't even... If he was, you Greg, didn't even you got invite it. him to like listen to the podcast. Yeah, maybe I should. No, because you're, you're too like I mean, we use we're not big enough. We're not we're not like we don't have enough listeners. Like yeah. I'm sorry, the listeners we have are not good enough for you, right? <laughs> oh my. Yeah. So invite your friends, you ought to listen, and then maybe I'll start telling. <laughs> you guys will just get after it out there, man. Greg would listen to this. <laughs> All right. So he says in his definition mm-hmm. that I didn't read last time I kind of gave it away, but this time we're holding back, keeping it a little close to the chest. <laughs> but he says that there are. There are five <laughs> modes in which in, in which God reveals himself in a special way, like a special revelation. So, it, the first one, what were you going to say? No, I just, I mean, it's, I don't know quite if special is a, is the clearest word for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's special we, because There's it's general revelation, there's special. So, like, right. general being more broad, right. special being more narrow. Exactly. Like, maybe 
I mean, it is special because it's God's revelation, but like specific, narrow revelation. Yeah. If you, when we say sp- special revelation, we mean like specific, narrow revelation. Yeah. Ish. There you go. Yeah. All right. Continue on. Sorry. Mm. First one. The mighty acts of God, as we see in examples such as the exodus from Egypt or conquest of the promised land. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when uh, when the, I almost said the Egyptians, but when the Israelites are coming out of Egypt um, and then God gives them uh, the land of Canaan in this area mm-hmm. that he promises to them, he is with them the entire way as they drive these godless nations out right. and establish themselves in the land that God has promised them. And so we see God revealing himself in a, in a special kind of way, in a, in a really explicit way uh, through these mighty acts that we see in the Old Testament. Yeah. We also um, we see him using this revelation, his revelation through dreams and visions. So um, the story of Joseph and the sheaves bowing down, the sun, the moon, the eleven stars bowing down, and different things. Um, we see that the Lord speaks through dreams and revelation. He also then uses Joseph again to interpret those things, and um, and we also see that in the story of Daniel and with some of end time things and the, the four beasts and all these things that the Lord uses these things to reveal um, what He's doing. Yeah. And so the first one is the mighty acts of God. The second one, dreams and visions. The third way is by divine speech, by which God communicated to people like Adam, Abraham, Moses, Isaiah, and many others. Um, So just him. To you and me? Through his word, which we're going to get to. But then you just jumped a couple. No, I just, it's a trick question, bro. It wasn't a trick question. The answer is right in front of us. Okay. We have notes. No. You, you missed the point here. <laughs> you know, people are like, you know what? The Lord just gave me this word. Mm. And you are to do X, Y, and Z. And X, Y, and Z, like, go against scripture. You're like, ah, that's not divine speech. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so what, like, it's extra biblical revelation. That's what I'm referring to there. Or you know, I'm a little disappointed in, my, in myself for not picking up on that. No, it's okay, Rob. It's that been was, a long... That was a really good point that you're making It's been there. a long week for you. It, um, just the point no is excuse. that God does give us... Um, revelations in his word and he does maybe remind us of things and encourage us to share those with other people but they're always going to line up with his word yeah always 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 100 percent of always. the time <laughs> all right always. yeah so divine speech yep. which he uses things so um, like for instance in the old testament when prophets would say thus saith the lord yes that that would be an instance of god giving divine speech Correct. a prophet speaking on behalf of god yeah and we'll talk Which about that we'll yeah later. we'll talk about we we're, don't have those talk anymore about that, yeah. because scripture says that we don't but yeah so another way that um, these ways that God reveals or, or speaks um, in the incarnation by which God revealed Himself in human nature so like Jesus Christ AKA um, Jesus He came He saw He did His thing he came, conquered he saw, the grave he conquered and um, yeah What's so He the revealed Italian term for that it's like huh Winnie Weedy Weedy I don't know some <laughs> you can you can laugh all you want. It's true. I'm looking it up. This is happening. Winnie, weeky, weeky. <laughs> I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> I came. Okay. I saw. Yeah. Well, why Rob's doing that to help himself feel better? Um, <laughs> the point is that Christ did come and reveal Latin. many things to us. And you said Italian. Veni, vidi, vici. Okay, you said Italian. But I think it. I don't know if the V is pronounced with the W. I said. I did say Italian. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why does it the Italian? It's the same thing. Is it? No, it's like, not. I mean, it's Latin, it's a root language, but Latin's I don't think it's the same. A dead language. Benedetti um, Vici. Okay. Mm. I want to go back and listen to Jesus how you said it the first came, time. He saw oh, and he, he conquered. Um, <clears throat> and he revealed a lot of things about God. And so we have that in the Gospels, which is a gift to us. Absolutely. And then the last way, the fifth way that we see God revealing himself in a special or explicit way is through his word, through scripture, the Bible. Um, There are uh, other, I mean, there are specific ways in which we got the books of the Bible, which we can go into in another another episode. I feel like I've been saying that the last two episodes I said that. I think we said it like every episode. I need to write, we need to write it down. Write this down. But anyway, that's just a tangent thought, but we're not going to cover that here. But the point is, is that God has revealed himself through his word, the Bible, and uh, that would be the fifth way. Yeah, I think it's important that we just, that's why we have a high view of Scripture. And we're talking about that in some verses, but it's its so important that we realize that God has revealed himself in the Scriptures. So we believe that um, they're of high value to us, especially since um, Jesus isn't in the flesh on earth anymore, um, since divine speech is still not, hap- is not happening, and dreams and visions um, as far as new revelation have ceased. And we don't see, like we did in the Old Testament, those mighty acts of God. doesn't mean God isn't mighty or doesn't act, but we do not see those in the same way. Those are recorded for us in Scripture. And we now have the complete Word, which um, is a beautiful, beautiful gift. So as we seek to clarify this, just a couple things. God's general revelation is broad and for all people. God's special revelation is more narrow in scope and deals more with who God is and His plan for redemption and His plan for all creation. So, as we talked about last episode, it's very broad that there is a God. Creation points to that. and Several things that deal with that. His narrow um, revelation, his special revelation, is his, his word, his plan for redemption that we see throughout the Old Testament. We see um, the New Testament. We see Christ speaking to those things. And his, ple- his plan for people in general with heaven and hell and, and all those things that um, he has planned out. What are you working on, Rob? Um, I was uh, doing some highlighting on this uh, oh. note that we have. Okay, cool. We haven't highlighted anything. Then you highlight those. I like that. Yeah, I, I did some highlighting. For I appreciate us. that, man. You got us through the app. Yeah, I appreciate that. Just letting people have a sneak peek behind the curtain. There's a lot that happens behind this curtain. We do a lot of highlighting. So, as you know, we've been talking about the head, the heart, and the hands, and kind of use that to take the topic we're we're working through and apply it in those three different areas. So, looking at the head and having confidence in this. Um, we have confidence in God's word. In 2 Timothy three sixteen through 17, which is a great passage to memorize, says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So when it says all scripture, it's talking about all scripture. The, the whole canon of scripture is breathed out by God. Even Chronicles. I'm marching through Chronicles right now, and yeah. I, I just had to, like, I read through the first couple of chapters, and I just paused and said, God, I'm having a really difficult time seeing yeah. how this is profitable, yeah. but I know that it is, because you promised me that it is, Yeah. but I'm having a tough time seeing how it is. Oh, I just finished, like, Exodus, and now into Leviticus, and it goes from, like, the minute details about making all the stuff for the temple, and the table, and the chairs, and the lamp, yeah. like, all that stuff, to now, like, all the sin offerings, and this offering, and it's just like... 
Whew. Yeah. And the thing, like, the Jews, I mean, they memorized this stuff. Like, they knew it. Yeah. It's like, wow. It's well, so I, I, I mean, I know that when I was younger, I would, like, I would kind of choose hodgepodge the books that I was going to read through in scripture. And so I'd, like, go, oh, I feel like reading Ephesians. So I'd spend some time in Ephesians. And then, oh, we're going to go next. Oh, let's go to, let's go to John. And I would almost always choose books in the New Testament just because the Old Testament was harder for me to understand. And what what I didn't realize was what was what is said right here, that all Scripture is profitable. That's right. All of it. Now, it, granted, it may not all be equally profitable. So Romans 8 is probably going to be more profitable than First Chronicles 1. Like, just, it's a right. really... But deep, without First really... Chronicles 1, you ain't getting to know Romans 8. Yeah. I mean, really. But, but like, honestly, every passage of Scripture is profitable mm-hmm. for correction, for training in righteousness, yes. that the man of God would be complete and equipped for every good work. Without the whole canon of Scripture, we're not going to be complete and equipped for every good work. So uh, with that, it should also fuel our confidence in God's Word when we look at uh, passages like Second Peter one twenty, which yeah. says, Knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Wow, I nearly burped there. I tried to hold that thing in the whole time. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, both services this morning, both services while I'm preaching, I felt like I'm reading scripture. A burp coming up? Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. Because we, I have like a head mic. And there's like a oh, fancy word for it. I can't remember. But anyway, it's one that goes around your ear. It goes around the ear, comes up here. Yeah, lapel. I think lapel's actually clip on your oh, lapel. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, what is that called? Anyway, point is, it's not like a handheld where you just kind of like pull it away. We get Stephen Furtick. Excuse me. Yeah, Stephen's smart on that, right? Um, And so it's a little difficult. So I'm relating to you in that struggle. Yeah. Anyway. Burp burp on. Yeah. I mean, read on. I read out while you're talking. Good. But no passage of scripture was made up by someone just wanting to write something and act like it was from God. Yes. Uh, They were... It was all produced by the Holy Spirit who who inspired men to write these things. So, right. Yeah. Um, and again, then, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, I was going to move on to the next one. Is that oh, what you're doing? Is it, is it highlighted in my color or no? Nope. Still highlighted in my color. Okay. Go for it. So when it comes to our head and the things we should be confident in, should also bring us confidence in our understanding of God's special revelation as it fuels our confidence in who he is and what he is doing. Mm. True that. So, Rick, you wrote that, and I have a tough time fleshing that out. What? Okay. Um, so you want to take that? I highlighted it for me, but I really should have given it to you. No, I mean, yeah. Just that understand our, it. Our understanding of God's special revelation fuels our confidence in who God is and what he's doing. And so it might sound redundant from what I was explaining that in in his specifics, he lays out um, what he's doing. We take confidence. We say, no, mm, God okay. is on a mission of redemption. God's on a mission. He's not out there just kind of willy-nilly or this whole like clockmaker, like throw it into motion and then step back. Like he is fulfilling these things. And we have confidence in that. Hard times hit. It's not like, man, what the heck is going on? We might feel that way. But as we look into his special revelation— we see that he has a purpose. Again, Romans 8, he's working these things for our good, and he's bringing 
of each believer um, to full sanctification, to, to completeness in Christ and glorification. Yep. Thanks for doing yeah. that. Thanks for, thanks for throwing me on your back there. I should have understood that. And I read it a yeah, second right. time and it makes sense. That's but. good. Um, special revelation points back to God's sovereignty. So Hebrews 1, chapter 1, verse 1 through 2 says, Long ago, at many times and in many places, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. So it points back that that God has used Christ, so to speak, or God, Christ, Godhead, all that stuff going on. I know it gets kind of confusing with our language. Um, but through Christ, he has revealed the things um, of current, or not current, but the new, the new covenant, so to speak. Yeah. Um, we see that with the Gospels and all through the, the epistles and the, all through the New Testament. Whereas it used to be through fathers and um, through prophets but these days, it's through Christ. Yeah. And still for us, it's Christ in his word. Because as it said, he appointed all things and through him, he also created all things in the world. We look at John 1.1. 1, 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. It's his word revealed to us, Christ Jesus. Yeah, I mean, the entire New Testament is the gospels of Jesus proclaiming salvation. And then after that, the apostles going and telling others about that. And then you have Revelation where John has a vision of the things to come. But then the Old Testament is interpreted in light of what Jesus has done, Luke 24. And so with that, um, let me see here, where are we? That if anyone were to come up to you and say that, hey, you know what? Like, so to speak, thus saith the Lord. Yeah. Like, I know, I know the Bible says this over here, mm -hmm. but I'm telling you, God has told me that right. this is the truth. Right. That this is God's coming back at such and such a time. Yeah, such and such a, such yeah, and such a go. date. Like if, if it ever mm. contradicts the Bible, then that means that God has said one thing to somebody, and they wrote it down in Scripture, and then He said something else in contradiction to that, and so therefore God is lying on one of those two parts. If that's the case, mm -hmm. but we know that God's not a liar; He can't lie. And so he's never going to contradict what he said, what he's revealed to us in his word. Yep. And so if anybody ever comes up to you and says, hey, this thus saith the Lord, this is straight from God. Trust me. I know it does, you're not going to find it in the Bible, but I promise it's from God. Right. Um, just don't pay attention to that. Right. And try to point them to Hebrews 1, 1 through 2. Yeah. Exactly. That's mm. great stuff. Okay. So this should also, this should also, well, how are we doing on time? We, I have no idea, we really man. went over last time. All right, we're a little over 22 minutes. Let's get this. So, Let's get it, man. <laughs> let's get it. <clears throat> let's go. I need to stop doing that. Okay. Stop Third doing, thing. Stop doing what? The mm thing. I feel like I'm doing it a lot. Like mm. Yeah. Wait, do it again. <clears throat> I thought you were clearing your throat. Oh, no. It was just like a... <clears throat> Is that same thing? No, it's a little different. <clears throat> yeah, a little different. See? Yeah, a yeah. little different. Anyway. I meant to talk to you about it, but... <laughs> Just never got around to it. Um, and it won't hurt your feelings. This should also, thanks for sparing my feelings. This should also yeah. fuel our heart. I think it's some emails about it from the listeners. Though. All right, would you just stop? <laughs> should also change our emotions. And so with that, special revelation reveals the reason for our brokenness as well as the cure, Jesus Christ. Yes. And so 
as we see in God's special revelation, in his word, that we are broken humanity, that we were created for a relationship with God, but through our rebellion of him, that relationship has been severed. Yes. And now God on one side who is perfectly holy and us on the other side who are not holy, God can't dwell with anything that's not holy. Mm. But in his kindness, he's provided a way to bridge that gap by coming to us in the flesh and by fulfilling the law, therefore being perfectly holy. And so now all of us who put our faith in Jesus, who did that for us, are now incorporated into Jesus. And so we are seen as holy. And so God has not only shown us in his special revelation our brokenness, Mm -hmm. but he's also shown us the cure, Jesus Christ. And that should lead us to great gratitude, to worship, to thanksgiving. I mean, these these things should lead us into a delight in who God is to do that. He he is perfectly righteous, and he could have easily just inflicted judgment. Because yeah. Romans 3, we see that the the wages of sin is death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... Romans 6. R- Romans, is that 6? 623. 623. Yeah, I was thinking 323. That's yeah. fall short of the glory of God. Mm. Thanks, Rick. Rick, tell me this. How does your back feel right now? <laughs> Because you are carrying me. <laughs> no, you're, no, that's not true. <laughs> but yeah, Romans 6, 23, the wages of sin is death. And so God could have easily just given us what we deserved. But yeah. instead, he provided a solution, a cure. And that cure came through him sacrificing himself. So it should lead us to worship and to gratitude. It's the cure that counts. The cure that counts. Mm. The alliteration. The CC. <laughs> Yeah, so again, um, this should affect our, our head, the confidence we have in God's word, the confidence we have in God's sovereignty. This affects our heart, our convictions, that it's a reason for our brokenness, and there's a cure, that's Christ. And this should affect our hands, how our conduct, how we live our life. Um, God's special revelation speaks to his glory and majesty. But it gives us like clear instructions on how we're to live, like how we're to follow Christ, how we're to go about our day, not just to do things because it's what we're supposed to do, but we do them because Christ has revealed himself to us. We're in relationship with uh, with him. And that fuels our desires. Um, so no longer are we just doing things because this burden of obedience. Now, obedience is still there. But it's conjoined with this now relationship and obedience out of love instead of obedience out of um, maybe begrudging or just feeling like we have to. But now I'm obedient because I love him. And this is because of his special revelation to us. Yeah. Well, Rick, you have carried us. And Uh, so I I want to show my appreciation for that in the best way that I know how. You're going to do it, aren't you? So I'm going to close this out. Yes. <laughs> About freaking time. <laughs> All right. So you just you just kick back, baby. Put your feet up. Uh, I want you to... Can somebody get a cola for Rick? Yeah, I can. Take a Pepsi, please. <laughs> okay. So if you like today's episode and think someone else would, please do us a solid and favor. share it with somebody solid else. Solid favor. Solid favor. Not not a, uh, a liquid flavor. Flavor. <laughs> favor. Boy, I'm struggling. <laughs> you stay over there, Rick. I still got this. I still got this. Do us a do us a solid favor, favor and share it with somebody. Um, yes. If you want to help us in another way, you could leave us a rating on iTunes. We really appreciate the five star reviews 
Um, if you want to be so bold, you can go ahead and leave us a uh, review, a little comment on there as well. We'll read it. Um, unless it's not very nice, then we probably will just act like we never got it. <laughs> or we will. <laughs> or maybe we will. I think we probably if, would. If you put a mean one, make it a, at least a little bit entertaining. Do you like a five star and then leave like a, a hilariously like terrible comment? Yeah, exactly. Somebody, please. <laughs> just something. Like nothing's happening. Yeah. It's boring. We need some action. Um, but if you want to get in contact with us, we do really like hearing you guys. And by we, I mean me, because Rick is not on social media, so I'm the one who handles all that. But I enjoy engaging with you. So you can find us at Facebook at Simple Theology. You can find us on Twitter at Simple Theology underscore. And you can also hook us up or check us out on our website at www.simpletheology.org. You can support us at Patreon. Just go up to the search bar up there, type in simple theology or if you're on our website in the upper right you can see the support button click that take you right where you need to go Uh, we also have a little promo with audible so if you do want to get a free audiobook uh, head on over to audibletrial.com slash simple theology boom how's that oh beautiful yeah i mean mean, the one thing i I had a little bit of moments here and there you helped me out overall i'll give you an a really the one thing was funny was you said www yeah, no one says that anymore. No one says anymore. WWW. You can contest us. Do you remember what WWW stands for? World Wide Web. Nice, nice. Do you That's know what .org stands for? Dot .organization. Ah, you're on it. What's, what's .com? <laughs> .commerce, I think. I don't know. I think I was, I was going to say commerce. Yeah. It might be company. No, it's probably yeah, commerce. It's my guess, commerce. Anyway, um, I would like to clarify. I do like to hear from you. I'm sorry that I'm not on Facebook or Twitter, um, but you can definitely use those things to connect with us and hopefully Rob shares that with me. Also, you can I'm just Rick's reach assistant. out. Yeah, yeah, you can. I'll, I'll, I'll relay the message to Rick. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. Let's make sure. And hey, uh, here you go, guys. Here's something. Rick's planting a church and he is looking for a church name. Ooh. So, if you have some good ideas, hey. send them our way because yeah. right now he is kind of I got stuck. a few. I got a few ideas working with my team. Team and I are, are working on that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we are working to plan a church. Don't have a timeline for that, but we'll probably begin um, twenty nineteen as far as that goes. And looking for a good church name. The hard thing is, like I was saying, church names are so like commercialized. Like so much value and weight is put in the name. Then what kind of logo can you do with that? And does it fit? And is it catchy? And and it's like I want things to be done well, but I. Just people get so caught up in like the church name part. It's frustrating. Yeah. So I kind of I get stumped on that. So, so yeah, if you have some out. great He's ideas, tapped out of the church name. If thing, you got some so great you... ideas, please send them our way. We would appreciate that. Yep. All right. Peace out. Is that it? Yeah. You got anything else? Um, we should do an episode on your church planning sometime. Yeah. Like right now? Nope. Not right now. We're out okay. of here. Peace Bye. out, y'all. Bye.